There are more than 300 episodes of Listen to Sleep, all available for free because of the generous support of our sponsors. And while you'll never hear any ads after the story or meditation starts, you can get every episode ad-free, plus over 100 bonus episodes, all for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month by going to listentosleep.com and clicking on support. Thank you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, it's Eric, welcoming you back to the tranquil sanctuary of Listen to Sleep, where we'll journey to a place where stories morph into tranquil lullabies and dreams begin to glimmer like stars reflected on a still, moonlit lake. You may have seen on my TikTok or Instagram this week that Joe and I are getting married this weekend. We're both super excited, and it feels like the most natural next step in our 12-year journey together. Standing there by the creek with the sound of water flowing and the beauty of nature surrounding us, we'll be making a promise to keep walking this path together, side by side. Over the years, we've come to see that love isn't something you find, it's something you build, day by day, choice by choice. And this weekend, by the creek, we're making our choice clear. We choose each other, today and every day that follows. So I thought it would be fun to also have a wedding on Sleep Mountain this week. In tonight's original tale, we'll visit an enchanting world where celestial skies meet enchanted forests, and a wizard and a magical forester find their paths crossing by a mystical lake. As their love blossoms, they'll navigate challenges that test the strength of their bond, leading them to a deeper understanding of themselves and each other. And before we set off on tonight's journey, 
I'd like to invite you to a special corner of our cozy storytelling haven. Listen to Sleep Plus. Being a part of Listen to Sleep Plus, it's like holding a lantern in the quiet of night, guiding you into the seamless union of storytelling and meditation under a star-speckled sky. And really, without your support, Bodhi, Joey, and I wouldn't be able to continue spinning tales and guiding meditations, keeping this nurturing sanctuary vibrant and flourishing. So, for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month, you'll get access to over 400 ad-free episodes, including eight full-length sleepy audiobooks and almost a hundred meditations. For more details, visit listentosleep.com or follow the link in the show notes. Let's take a deep breath in and out. Just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. And another deep breath in. And out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. And one more deep breath in. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. The Mirror of Souls. A Love Story. Nestled between the whispering woods and the spires of solitude, on the slopes of Sleep Mountain, lay a pristine lake renowned for its ethereal beauty and magical properties. It was called Lake Serenus, a body of water so clear it was said to reflect not just one's outward appearance, but also one's soul. Far away, in a secluded tower, adorned with celestial motifs, lived Arik, a wizard of great skill and wisdom. His chamber was filled with ancient scrolls, mysterious potions, and a collection of wands made from the rarest materials. Arik was known for his mastery over elemental magic and his ability to converse with celestial beings. He had a particular fondness for stargazing and often spent nights deciphering the cosmic patterns that unfolded above him. Yet, despite his talents and the respect he garnered, he felt a loneliness that not even the stars could fill. On this particular day, 
guided by a cryptic message in his astrological charts. Arik felt an inexplicable pull towards Lake Serenus. The message had been clear. Where water mirrors the sky, a destiny awaits. Intrigued and hopeful, he donned his robe embroidered with astral symbols, and with a flick of his wand, summoned a cloud chariot. The chariot soared through the sky, guided by ethereal winds, and Arik's heart pounded with anticipation and uncertainty as he approached the fabled lake. Meanwhile, in a cozy grove teeming with life, a magical forester named Joran was preparing for a journey of his own. His home was a living sanctuary, a harmonious blend of nature and magic. Vines adorned the walls, and birds often perched on his windowsill to listen to him sing. Joran's touch could make barren soil fertile, and his songs could soothe even the most ferocious of beasts. Like Arik, Joran too felt an emptiness that his friends could not dispel. A vivid dream had visited him the night before, showing him the shimmering waters of Lake Serenus and hinting at a journey yet to unfold. The dream had whispered, at the lake where souls are seen, your path shall intertwine with another. Also intrigued and hopeful, he transformed into a swift deer and made his way to the lake, his hooves barely touching the ground as he ran. Guided by the moonlight, filtering through the canopy of trees. As fate would have it, Arik and Joran arrived at the lake almost simultaneously, each captivated by the other's presence. Their eyes met across the water, and in that moment, both felt as if the lake had revealed to them a glimpse of their own souls. It was a meeting neither had expected, yet one that felt somehow preordained, as if the stars and the earth had both conspired to bring them together. The air was thick with enchantment as they approached each other, their hearts pounding in a rhythm in harmony with the natural world around them. Words were scarcely needed. Their eyes spoke volumes, promising new beginnings and a connection that transcended the ordinary.
And so, under the watchful eyes of the celestial beings and the whispering forest, Arik and Joran stood by the edge of Lake Serenus, their souls echoing with a sense of wonder and the promise of a new connection. In the days that followed their fateful meeting at Lake Serenus, Arik and Joran found themselves irresistibly drawn to each other, as if guided by an unseen force. Arik invited Joran to his celestial tower, a place where the boundaries between the earthly and the astral seemed to blur. Their worlds, once separate, began to intertwine in the most magical of ways, each discovering the beauty in the other's realm of expertise. Together, they cast spells that made the stars dance and twinkle in new patterns, creating constellations that told stories of love and friendship. Joran was fascinated by Arik's ability to summon meteor showers and converse with celestial spirits. For the first time, Arik felt truly seen, his magical talents appreciated in a way they had never been before. In return, Joran took Arik to his enchanted grove, a sanctuary where every tree, flower, and creature had both a name and a story. Arik was mesmerized as Joran sang ancient songs that made flowers bloom right before his eyes, and summoned woodland creatures who seemed to understand his every word. Joran showed Arik how to listen to the whispers of the trees and how to understand the songs of the birds. Arik felt a sense of peace and belonging that had long eluded him, realizing that magic could be quiet and nurturing, not just grand and spectacular. As they spent more time together, their magical abilities seemed to amplify. Arik found that his spells had a newfound potency, the celestial beings more eager to lend their aid. Joran noticed that the forest seemed more vibrant, the animals more communicative, as if rejoicing in his happiness. Yet, amidst this newfound joy, both sensed an unspoken hesitancy, a holding back of something deeply personal and sacred. It was as if each feared that revealing too much of themselves might break the spell that had so magically joined them. One night, 
they sat together during a lunar eclipse that Arik had been eagerly anticipating. As the moon slipped into the earth's shadow, Arik began an ancient incantation meant to channel the lunar energies. And then something extraordinary happened. As he chanted, the words of his spell began to weave into a melody. Joran's melody. The forester had started to sing, his voice harmonizing with Arik's incantation. The result was a cascade of silver light that bathed them and the surrounding forest in a deep sense of connection, a mingling of celestial and earthly magic that neither had thought possible. When the light subsided, they found themselves looking at each other with new eyes. The eclipse had changed something. Two distinct entities had come together to create something new, something beautiful and rare. In that moment, both Arik and Joran realized that their connection had deepened into something more profound, something that transcended their individual magics. It was a partnership, a fusion of talents and souls that promised not just companionship, but a deep, authentic connection. And so, under the shadowed moon and the enchanted canopy of Sleep Mountain's forest, they stood in awe of what they had created and of what they had become to each other. As the days turned into weeks, Arik and Joran's love flourished like a rare bloom nurtured by both sun and rain. Yet, even amidst this happiness, a subtle tension lingered, a whisper of hesitation that neither could fully dispel. It was as if an invisible obstacle stood between them, one that their love had yet to fully overcome. The universe, in its infinite wisdom, decided it was time for a test. A challenge that would either deepen their bond or reveal the limits of their connection. The opportunity presented itself during a quest to find a rare herb known to grow only in the depths of the enchanted forest, a place teeming with both wonder and peril. As they ventured deeper into the forest, guided by Joran's innate sense of direction and Arik's celestial maps, they stumbled upon a clearing unlike any other. 
At its center stood an ornate mirror framed with intricate designs that seemed to shift and move, capturing the essence of both the celestial and the earthly realms. It was the Mirror of Souls, a mythical artifact said to reveal the true essence of anyone who gazed into it. Both men felt a simultaneous sense of awe and trepidation. They had heard tales of the mirror's power, stories that spoke of enlightenment for some and heartbreak for others. The mirror had the ability to expose vulnerabilities, fears, and even secrets that one might wish to keep hidden. Shall we? Arik asked, his voice tinged with a nervous excitement. Joran looked into Arik's eyes, sensing both the invitation and the risk it entailed. Together, he replied, taking Arik's hand. As they stepped closer, the mirror's surface began to ripple like the waters of Lake Serenus, transforming into a portal that seemed to peer into their very souls. What they saw was both beautiful and confronting. Arik's reflection revealed not just a wizard, but a celestial being yearning for earthly connection. Joran's showed not merely a forester, but a guardian of nature, longing for someone who could share his deep-rooted sense of home. But just as they were about to step back, the mirror's surface darkened, and a chilling voice echoed through the clearing. Are you prepared to face the truth of your souls, to expose your deepest fears and desires? For only then shall the path forward be revealed. The voice seemed to come from the mirror itself, filling the air with a sense of foreboding. Arik and Joran looked at each other, their eyes wide with a mixture of fear and curiosity. Had they awakened some ancient guardian of the mirror? And what did it mean by the path forward? As they stood hand in hand, contemplating whether to proceed or retreat, the mirror's frame began to glow with an eerie light, casting shadows that seemed to dance and writhe like living entities. It was as if the mirror was issuing a challenge, daring them to confront 
their deepest fears. And so, under the watchful eyes of the enchanted forest and the ever-present celestial bodies, Arik and Joran found themselves at a crossroads, their love and courage put to the ultimate test. Standing before the glowing frame of the Mirror of Souls, Arik and Joran felt the weight of the challenge that lay before them. The air was thick with anticipation, the forest itself seeming to hold its breath. Arik looked at Joran, his eyes searching for a sign, a hint of what he should do next. We've come this far, Joran finally spoke, his voice steady despite the uncertainty that clouded his mind. We owe it to ourselves and to what we've found together to face whatever truth this mirror holds. Arik nodded, taking a deep breath to steady his racing heart. Together then, he affirmed, squeezing Joran's hand as they took a step closer to the enigmatic mirror. As they approached, the mirror's surface began to ripple once more, its frame glowing brighter as if energized by their decision. The voice that had spoken earlier did not return, but both men felt an unspoken invitation to proceed. Arik raised his wand, its tip glowing with a soft celestial light. He began to chant an incantation, calling upon the wisdom of the astral beings he so often communed with. The air around them seemed to shimmer, as if touched by starlight. Joran, in turn, began to hum a melodious tune, a song of the forest that had been passed down through generations of magical foresters. As he sang, the trees surrounding the clearing seemed to lean in closer, offering their support. The magic emanating from both men began to intertwine, celestial light merging with earthly melody, creating a harmony that flowed towards the mirror. The mirror absorbed their combined magic, its surface turning into a swirling vortex of colors and shapes. For a moment, it felt as if time itself had stopped. Then, the mirror's surface cleared, revealing not their reflections, but a vision a vision of two intertwined trees standing tall in a lush forest, their roots reaching deep into the earth, 
and their branches reaching towards a star-studded sky. The message was clear. Their strengths and weaknesses, their fears and desires, were not just compatible, but complementary. Like the trees in the vision, they were stronger together, their love a force that could withstand any challenge. As the vision faded and the glowing of the mirror's frame ceased, something had changed. The intricate pattern that adorned it seemed to have rearranged itself into a new design, one that depicted two figures standing hand in hand under a celestial canopy, surrounded by the flora and fauna of the forest. Both men stepped back, their eyes meeting in a moment of profound understanding and relief. The challenge had been met and overcome, not by denying their fears and vulnerabilities, but by embracing them, by facing them together. Thank you, Arik said softly, his eyes shining with unshed tears. Thank you for being brave with me. And thank you for being my strength, Joran replied, his voice tinged with awe and gratitude. They embraced, their hearts swelling with a newfound sense of triumph and a deeper understanding of the magical bond they shared. They had tested the very foundation of their love and found it unbreakable. As they left the clearing, hand in hand, both Arik and Joran felt a sense of completeness they had never known before. The mirror of souls had shown them the depth of their connection, and in overcoming its challenge, they had discovered a deeper love than either had ever known. As they walked back to Arik's tower, their steps were light and their hearts were full, knowing that whatever challenges lay ahead, they would face them together. Several moons had passed since Arik and Joran had faced the Mirror of Souls, and their love was deepening with each passing day. The time had come for a new adventure, one that would take them to Joran's ancestral homeland, a secluded valley known as Eldenwood, a place where the magic of the forest was said to be at its most potent. As they journeyed through the lush landscapes, Joran couldn't help but feel a sense of excitement 
mixed with nervous anticipation. He had been planning this moment for weeks, consulting with forest spirits and even seeking the wisdom of the ancient tree of elders, a sentient being that had stood at the heart of Eldenwood for millennia. Finally, they arrived at a clearing bathed in the golden light of the setting sun, the air filled with the sweet scent of blooming wildflowers. At the center of the clearing stood the tree of elders, its massive trunk and sprawling branches evidence of its ancient wisdom. Welcome to Eldenwood, Joran said, his voice tinged with pride and reverence, and to the tree of elders, the guardian of my family's legacy. Arik looked around, visibly moved by the beauty that surrounded them. It's breathtaking, Joran. I can feel the magic in the air. It's like nothing I've ever seen. Joran smiled, taking Arik's hand and leading him closer to the ancient tree. There's something I'd like to ask you. Something that's been on my mind for quite a while now. As he spoke, Joran began to sing a soft, haunting melody. A song that seemed to resonate with the very soul of the forest. The tree of elders responded its branches swaying gently. Slowly, a small door opened in the trunk of the tree, revealing a ring crafted from intertwined vines and adorned with a gem that shimmered with both celestial and earthly light. Arik watched in awe, his eyes wide with wonder and his heart pounding with anticipation. Is that? Yes, Jorn interrupted, taking the ring from its resting place and holding it up to the light. This ring was crafted by the first magical forester of my lineage, enchanted by the tree of elders itself. It's said to contain the essence of Eldenwood, and I can think of no one else I'd rather share that essence with. Dropping to one knee, Joran looked up into Arik's eyes, his own filled with love and hope. Arik, from the moment we met, I knew there was something extraordinary about us, something that transcends even the magic we wield. I love you more than words can express, and I want to spend the rest of my life proving that to you. Will you marry me, 
Time seemed to stand still as Auric took in Joran's words. His eyes searching the forester's face, as if seeking confirmation of the love he felt. Finally, he spoke, his voice trembling with emotion. Yes, Joran, a thousand times yes. I can't imagine my life without you in it. As Joran slipped the ring onto Arik's finger, the tree of elders seemed to shimmer with delight, its leaves rustling in what sounded like joyful applause. The forest itself seemed to celebrate their love, a chorus of birdsong filling the air as flowers bloomed in a burst of colors. Hand in hand, they stood before the ancient guardian of Eldenwood, their hearts overflowing with love and their souls united in a bond as ancient and enduring as the forest itself. And so, as the sun dipped below the horizon, casting its golden farewell on the magical valley, Arik and Joran began the joyful preparations for a wedding that promised to be as extraordinary as their love. The day of the wedding dawned clear and bright upon the enchanted grove that Joran had chosen for their ceremony. It was a secluded spot, deep within the heart of the whispering woods, a place where the magic of the forest was at its most potent. The trees seemed to stand taller, their leaves shimmering with a heavenly glow, as if aware of the momentous occasion they were about to witness. Magical beings began to arrive from both Arik and Joran's realms. Celestial spirits descended from the skies, their forms radiant with astral light, while forest creatures, sprites, dryads, and talking animals emerged from the depths of the woods their eyes twinkling with excitement. At the center of the grove stood an altar made of intertwined branches and adorned with flowers that bloomed in colors not found in any earthly garden. Above it floated a canopy of starlight, a spell woven by Arik that brought the beauty of the night sky into the daylight. As Joran walked toward the altar, his steps guided by a path of blooming lilies, he couldn't help but feel a sense of awe and gratitude. He wore a crown of leaves and vines, a symbol of his deep connection to the forest. While Arik stood at the altar, his robe embroidered with celestial symbols that glowed softly, reflecting his affinity for the heavens. 
The ceremony was led by Elara, the keeper of the magical lighthouse that guided lost souls to their true path. She was a close friend to both and had traveled far from her home by the sea. With a voice as soothing as a gentle stream, she began to speak the sacred words that would unite them in matrimony. To you, Joran, guardian of the forest and keeper of its ancient wisdom, take Arik to be your lawfully wedded husband, to love and to cherish in this realm and beyond. I do, Joran replied, his voice filled with emotion. And to you, Arik, wizard of the celestial realms and seeker of astral truths, take Joran to be your lawfully wedded husband, to love and to cherish in this realm and beyond. I do, Arik echoed, his eyes meeting Joran's in a gaze that spoke volumes. Elora then gestured for them to exchange vows. Joran went first, singing a melodious tune that made the trees sway and the flowers bloom even brighter. I vow to be your sanctuary, your home within the forest of life. My love for you is as constant as the cycles of the moon and as nurturing as the soil that gives life to the trees. Arik followed. I vow to be your guiding star, your light in the darkest of nights. My love for you is boundless as the sky and as illuminating as the constellations that adorn it. With a final incantation from Elara, their rings crafted from the same enchanted vine and gemstone as Joran's proposal ring rose up from a bed of flower petals and settled onto their fingers, sealing their vows and their bond. And so, by the powers vested in me and by the magic that flows through this sacred grove, I pronounce you husbands. You may celebrate your union with a kiss. As their lips met, starlight streamed from the altar and rippled through the grove, eliciting cheers and applause from their guests. And so, Arik and Joran were united in a marriage as extraordinary as their love, promising a new life filled with magic, adventure, and endless possibilities. Once the wedding festivities had concluded and the last of their guests had returned to their respective realms, Arik and Joran set out for their new home a charming tiny cabin 
nestled beside a babbling creek on Sleep Mountain. It was a place where the celestial skies met the earthly wonders, a perfect blend of their two worlds. The cabin itself was a marvel of craftsmanship. Auric had summoned the finest celestial crystals to adorn the windows, their facets capturing the sunlight by day and the moonlight by night, filling the cabin with a soft glow. Joran, in turn, had called upon the spirits of the forest to shape the beams and walls, bringing into their home the essence of the whispering woods. As they settled into their new life, they found ways to integrate their magical skills into their daily routines. Mornings often began with Arik conjuring a gentle rain of stardust to water the garden, while Joran sang songs that encouraged the plants to grow. Their afternoons were spent exploring the surrounding forest or studying celestial patterns. But it wasn't just the grand gestures and magic that made their life special. It was the simple, quiet moments, like reading ancient scrolls by the fireside or sharing a cup of morning tea. These brought them the most joy. They had found a rhythm, a harmonious balance between the magical and the mundane in their lives, and that filled them with a sense of peace and contentment. As the seasons changed, so did the magic around them. During the winter months, Arik would cast spells that turned the falling snowflakes into tiny glowing stars, creating a beautiful starry landscape right outside their doorstep. Joran would respond by summoning the animals of the forest for a seasonal feast, the table laden with fruits and nuts transformed into delectable treats by a touch of his magic. Spring brought with it a burst of life, the garden blooming with flowers that had no earthly equivalent, their colors a blend of Joran's earthly magic and Arik's celestial enchantments. Summer nights were spent stargazing, Arik pointing out constellations that seemed to shine just a little brighter as they lay watching them together. In a tiny cabin by a creek on Sleep Mountain, Arik and Joran lived a life that was both ordinary and magical. One evening, as they sat on their porch watching the sun dip below the horizon, Joran turned to Arik, his eyes filled with a love that had only deepened with time. Do you ever wonder what would have happened if we hadn't met that day by Lake Serenus?
he asked. Arik looked at him, his eyes twinkling like the first stars of the evening. I don't need to wonder, because I know that even if we hadn't met that day, the universe would have found another way to bring us together. You see, our love, it's written in the stars and rooted in the earth. It's as inevitable as the changing seasons and as eternal as the night sky. Joran smiled, leaning in for a tender kiss. Good night.